This is exactly right. said no gifts. I'm Bridger Weiniger. Um, I've just come in from outside. I was walking around the neighborhood and noticed that the uh, local tanning salon is back in operation. So if that's something that interests you, reach out if you're in need of, you know, a deep, rich tan or what have you. I don't know. It doesn't matter. What matters right now is I want to talk to our guest, our lovely, wonderful guest, Sandy Honig. Sandy, welcome to I Said No Gifts. Thank you so much for having me. I got to be honest, I've n- I'd never heard your name said out loud before, and I thought it was pronounced differently. How did you think it was pronounced? Like vinegar, but with a W. That's a lot of people. You know, uh, truly part of the reason I started this podcast was a largely just passive aggressive move on my part for there are certain people in my life that for years were pronouncing my last name incorrectly and rather than pointing that out I just waited years and years and then started a podcast and I'm now yeah I'm just going to test the waters and we'll see who's listening (laughs) <laughs> but, you know, there are certain people in my life who certainly should know by now how to pronounce my last name, and mm-hmm. they don't. Uh, so that's fine. But, you know, last names are tricky, and we don't use them that often. And, but you got mine correctly. Well, yours is easy. Yours. You would think. Do people mispronounce yours? Mm-hmm. What are they saying? A lot of Honig or Hong or Honig. Oh, interesting. People like to add or remove letters. Right. And I guess the Honig makes sense. Yeah. I think that is how you're technically supposed to pronounce it. Like it's German. And I think that's how you say it in German. But But, yeah, Honig. What does that say about me that I didn't even begin to think about the correct pronunciation? I just nailed it. I just nailed yours, you. your pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, Sandy, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this. I was over in your neighborhood earlier, and yes. uh, a little bit north of where you live, I noticed that there are what appear to be monster trucks. Are you, monster trucks? Are you aware of this? <laughs> Wait. Um, oh, like right next to my apartment. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this I am aware of. Those are- the the, the building next to me, they have like multiple monster trucks. Right. <laughs> they are. I'm not exaggerating. I mean, they're not like the biggest monster trucks ever, but they're like monster trucks. No, yes, they are. I, it's it's scary sometimes when I'm walking and they'll be pulling into the driveway. <laughs> um, and what does it say about me that I forgot? <laughs> That you when just you let that become that, part of your like, life. Monster trucks. What are you talking? About? Oh yeah, yeah. Next door they have monster trucks, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Who is driving these? Are they? Are they? Are they the normal vehicle of these people? Or are they just cruising around town, town in these monster trucks? Or are these like? I think so. I think because <laughs> they'll kind of just come in and out. Are they loud? 
No. Hmm, interesting. Hybrid monster trucks. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to a monster truck rally? I have not. Okay. Should I go? I think everyone owes it to themselves to, at some point in their life, go to a monster truck rally. Okay. I mean, I don't... Do they still... Ha- I can't remember the last time I saw a monster truck rally advertised. Well, I can't imagine that they're going right now, right? <laughs> a packed arenas across the country. <laughs> People are screaming for monster trucks. Hey, I mean... Uh, why not at this point? I know. I, th- I feel like there are, I mean, at least monster truck adjacent rallies happening. So mm-hmm. uh, you never know. But uh, I do think, I I mean, the last time I was at a monster truck rally, I was probably in fourth grade. But all I really remember was that it was, the volume was deafening. You had to wear <laughs> uh, earplugs and it still wasn't enough. And you're kind of, you know, you're just watching people like your neighbors drive around in dirt and uh, crush cars, which I guess has some entertainment value for 15 minutes. And does someone win? Does someone? That's a great question. I don't, I feel like when I went to the monster truck rally, it almost had a pro wrestling style storyline where at one point I, and this could be entirely uh, imagined. I feel like one of the monster trucks, almost transformed into like a you know like robot or something but they had like characters there was like the grave digger that was like kind of a hearse that was a monster truck and but i don't remember winning or losing or i I think you dreamt this (laughs) this is my dream from 12 hours ago Uh (laughs) (laughs) i did not even come to your neighborhood and none of this exists Mm -hmm. um how are you doing i'm pretty good What's been going on? Well, you know, we've... uh, Coronavirus. Coronavirus is sweeping the world. Sweeping the... I don't know if you've heard about it, but it's... It's um, it's pretty uh, pretty crazy stuff. (laughs) Um, I do find, like, I try very much to be, like... Whenever I find myself being like, this is crazy, right? I'm like, is that hack to say at this point? It's like, of course it's, it, it well, feels hack to well, be like, of course it's hack because everyone's experiencing it and everyone's feeling that way. So it's just like, well, yeah, of course. But yeah, it's just like, but it is it's crazy. What other thing is there to say about it? Yeah, I guess what, uh, what else is, you know, there's not a lot new. Um, <laughs> I guess in my life, I, I, uh, I cut my finger the other day. How did so you that's cut your finger? I, I was trying to make a funny video. Oh no! <laughs> Did it work Sliced out? My f- uh, well, I caught on camera me slicing my finger open. <laughs> I think that's more valuable than like whatever you had planned. Yeah, Probably, like a real violent reaction. Whatever your what you do with a cut finger was it? Did yeah. it hurt? You know, um, I think I was in a little too much of shock right. to feel. I really didn't feel much pain, but I almost passed out from looking at it. Wow. So was it a fairly deep cut? Yes. Oh, no. And did you end up at the hospital? I did not. Luckily, my neighbor cuts his finger all the time, he says. (laughs) And he had all the stuff for it. And he just like, he uh, put like some bandages on it and he was like you're fine you don't have to go to the hospital oh interesting the finger expert next door exactly interesting so does it hurt now is it are you like changing the bandage how do you treat this um you know when i'm brave i'll change i'll let it out for like an hour a day i'll let it take it on a walk 
take it on a walk, let it breathe. And then I kind of just um, ignore it. <laughs> and I feel like right now it's in the point where I just kind of like feel it like tugging. Oh, okay. So now with the video you were making, is this going to be released or is this? I don't think so. So what were you doing in the video? Did you see the thing that was going around on Twitter? I'm sure you did, where everything is cake. Oh, you know, yes, You cut of everything right. open and it's cake. Right. I said, well, it would be funny to make my own version where I'm just cutting open things that shouldn't be cut open. Right, right. <laughs> um, because it's difficult to cut them open and pretending that they're cake inside. Yeah, right. And then weirdly... I ended up cutting my finger. How weird is that? That I ended up cutting my finger open. <laughs> That's incredible. Turned out the inside of my finger was cake. Was there, was there, what was the object you were cutting when your finger got cut? Um, a bottle of vitamins. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, I feel like I mean, and to I, be clear, I lied to everyone and didn't and said that I was just cutting food. Oh, of course, you couldn't reveal. <laughs> I was trying to make a viral video. <laughs> no, I wanted to make a funny video, and I cut my finger open, and I was mortified. So I was like, "Yeah, no, I was cutting uh, bread." <laughs> 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 oh no well but see this i'm very curious about all this because i've like obviously as everyone is doing is cooking more at home and i have you know a terrible knife which i'm chopping things up with just willy-nilly yes. and about once a day there's a close encounter with chopping mm -hmm. half my hand off or that sort of mm -hmm. thing and it's just waiting for me i guess i should sharpen the knife but i don't have anything to sharpen it with I'm, and avocados are very tricky. I'll cut one open. Sometimes. That's the one where I feel like people get dangerous because they'll just they'll just slam the knife down to try to get that pit out. Right. I feel like everyone. Yeah. And you don't know. You never know what the pit is going to hold. Sometimes it's perfect. It cuts right into it. And it's uh, other times the pit splinters off. Mm -hmm. Other times you just slip off with the, th you know, it could go in any direction. And this is coming from someone who's, you know, worked in a, a cafe bakery. I've, I've sliced mm -hmm. plenty of avocados. Of course. Still struggling. So I don't know what to tell people. Be yeah. careful at home. Be careful with be your Be careful. Knife. When you're cutting open your vitamin bottles, just be careful <laughs> because they can actually, uh, as they're around, they might slip. Right. And then, you know, the vitamins are going to be everywhere. Your finger is bleeding. <laughs> mm -hmm. What's next? Your medical situation is all over the place. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of Twitter, I um, this morning, knowing that we were going to be doing this, I thought I'm going to check in with Sandy. What's she been mm -hmm. up to? And so I typed your name into Twitter and mm -hmm. I learned that your account has been blocked and mm -hmm. the the uh, currently your name on it is Ivanka Trump, and that's all the information <laughs> I have. So I assume something yeah. has been going on, and I would I would love to know more. Yeah, I think I've been banned completely from <laughs> <What>? Twitter. Um, <laughs> well, um, you know that thing that Jabuki, young white, you know, does, and Zach Fox, right? Uh, or uh, like Cola Scola. Cola Scola. Yeah, Cole and I are currently still suspended. Right, Cole has been gone for a long time, and I don't remember yeah. even what happened there. He impersonated Bill de Blasio. Oh, okay, sure. And his were really good. <laughs> I'm sure. But yeah, for, for the listener who's not familiar, um, what, you know, if you are uh, uh, mortified enough to be verified for no reason, like <laughs> I am or was, um, 
I was mortified because I said, why am I verified? I shouldn't be verified. And uh, Jabuki, what he used to do is when he was verified, he would change his name on Twitter and his picture to like some big celebrity or, you know, politician, or he did the FBI once. Right. And um, it looks like that person is tweeting. Yes. And then he got his verification revoked. And I said, oh, no, I'll do Ivanka. (laughs) So what were you tweeting as Ivanka? Um, I tweeted, uh, happy pride, uh, even just because I'm married to a man doesn't mean I'm not bisexual, <laughs> um, which people got kind of mad at me about. That's uh, truly like in the grand spectrum of all of this is absolutely nothing. Yeah. I tweeted a couple other things. Like, um, I, I tweeted a picture of, um, like a Etsy thing that I found that said like live laugh diet coke and was like someone <laughs> buy this for me you know it was kind of like it was really like not anything oh my but god people, it's so mild um, I know um but people you know people was it like Ivanka or like Trump people coming after you no it was like uh, by people <laughs> Which like by people, you know better. Come on. Um, which like, you know, I wasn't trying to say it's funny that she's bi, you know, like it oh ha ha ha. It would of be hilarious. Not. Like <laughs> um but uh it then I got suspended and I appealed and they said your account will not be restored. So I wow. think I'm I think I'm completely banned like for life. And then I made a second Twitter right. to protest my okay. suspension and then I was suspended there as they well. found that. So, one. <laughs> yeah. Who is this army of people who are like tracking down Sandy <laughs> for tweeting nothing? That's crazy to me. I can like kind of in some way be like, okay, they blocked this one account, but then they're like hunting you. It's crazy to me. Well, I I tweeted from my new account and said I was banned okay, for tweeting sure. this, and I posted a screenshot of it. And like uh, some people shared it, so I think it got oh, enough traction. So the same people who were mad at you before came back for you. Yeah. Or like, I don't really know how it works. Like if it's one, if someone reported me and that, or, you know, something like that, but I was under the impression that you ban the account, not the person. Right. Like I was like, you know, my new account didn't violate any rule. Yeah. It's a whole new Sandy for all they know. It was called Sandy Honig new. Oh, perfect. (laughs) It's the new Um, me. Yeah. Sandy Honig new. They can't prove it's me. Of course not. I mean, you could could have been a different Sandy. It could have been uh, not verified. I mean, and that could have and that could be your married last name, New. Sandy exactly. Honig, Sandy Honig New, New is this woman out there who's married to Tom New, and it's trying to start her account, <laughs> and it's immediately blocked on Twitter. But my brother, when I post, when I made my new account, he was like, "Do you think that um, they're going to ban you here because you're kind of like rubbing it in their face that they banned you and you made a new account?" And um, I was like, "How could they? I didn't violate any." That's... rules on this account and then immediately banned again oh, no. <laughs> so i have a secret twitter that oh, I've had okay. for like i've had it for like a year and i just kind of tweet whatever on it and so now i just use that and that's i mean i guess that's all you can do well hopefully they don't mm-hmm. listen to this you know and then suddenly that one vanishes from the internet <laughs> i mean are you getting uh, i mean th- being blocked and banned from twitter sounds incredible 
It's kind of nice. I mean, I it I kind of just lurk around right. and I'll my friends know that which account is mine, the like fake account, so okay, I'll just kind of sure. respond to their tweets for fun. Oh, sure. But you know, I'll just I've been tweeting about my finger on the fake account, you know. <laughs> so you're kind of getting the pure Twitter experience at this point. You're not like dealing with all of the nightmarish elements of it no not at all i just follow the accounts that i want to follow and i tweet about the progress of how my finger is healing that's perfect hopefully one day the curtain can come (laughs) off and like everyone can get a full picture of this finger (laughs) it's 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 pretty pretty good right now okay good good i wonder what the healing time is going to be on that have you ever had to have stitches or anything i have not oh um, very careful I thought I needed to once under my lip, but I was on Fire Island and there I couldn't get to a place to get right. stitches. And my mom's a doctor, so she just like oh perfect patched me together. <laughs> wow, good for you for staying safe and oh, thank that you. sort of thing. I don't know what to say. Um, I've, I did want to talk to you a little bit about your photography. I mean, mm-hmm. you're one of these people. I mean, you're not one of these people. You're a person who is... <laughs> You do comedy well, and you also are a photographer, and you do that well. There, I mean, I think there are plenty Thank of people you. out there that are saying they're doing both, which they're not, <laughs> and often not either. Um, but for you to be able to do both, and you do, you really do some beautiful photography. Thank you. Are, and you do as well. Oh, th- <laughs> thank you. really appreciate that. Yeah, uh, you I, know, I really put it, throw it all in. Um, mm-hmm. Are you still actively pursuing photography what's the i mean especially with corona and all of this is that still something you're working with or what's the deal i mean i haven't really done much since corona um i did like some photos for a friend that needed them like distance with masks on okay but um i feel like in the last couple years i kind of switched where um comedy was for fun and photography was like for work right and i feel like now Mm -hmm. i have the flip Yes, where, you know, I'm, I'm lucky to be able to do comedy for work right, and photography right. more for fun and for work. Like I'll do like if, it, if it's a, go- a good job, I'll I'll take it. But I definitely have more freedom to not do like event photography, <laughs> which I hated doing or like I worked for years for a wedding photographer. I was his editor. Oh, OK. So I worked at his house and basically just um, went through. He would take like thousands, sometimes like eight to ten thousand photos at a wedding. That and I would is... have to go through all of them and edit it down to like a thousand. Oh, no, that sounds extremely draining. It, it was pretty exhausting. Wow. Did it, Do you feel like you learned anything from it or was it just miserable? I... Um, well, you know, the, the the Adobe program Lightroom, I don't think I was completely uh, f- fluent in the in the program, but now I feel very confident. Right. Um, I, learned, I, I learned a lot of like organizational stuff. And I also feel like if I was hired to photograph a wedding, I know what you're supposed to do now. <laughs> OK, sure. Do, do you have any goals to photograph a wedding? I feel like at some point you should photograph like a friend's wedding or something. I've done I've done a few, um, but never like. Uh, only if it's like low pressure because there is something about people get crazy about (laughs) like 
event photography in particular, like they want photos of all the food. Oh, what a waste of everyone's time. No one is going to be looking at those ever again. They'll get mad if you like didn't photograph one of the hors d'oeuvres. And it's like, why do you need a photo of the appetizer? Why do you need that? I remember I did a like a wedding. It wasn't an actual wedding. It was like the wedding had taken place in another country and they were having like a wedding party. Okay, sure. Um, also on Fire Island. And um, I'm always on You can't Fire get off Fire Island. <laughs> yeah, You're injuring um, yourself. You're taking photos. <laughs> but I I um I didn't get a photo of the bride's shoes. <laughs> and I they were really <laughs> upset with me. What how did that manifest itself? Did they like yell at you? Did they send nasty emails? What was the they, deal? Uh, they emailed me multiple times being like, Can you go through all the photos and see if you have any photos of the bride's shoes? <laughs> I was like, I didn't I'm sorry, I but you have the shoes still. Yes. They still you st- exist. You still have them. Do we burned fo- them on the wedding night. <laughs> I was like, why do you need a photo of the shoes? Oh, um, no. it, yeah. That's just, when you hire someone to do a, a job like that, I think you're just, um, you trust what they take and that's what you get. I mean, like, that's how photography works. I was also like 20 and they hired me through some like, listserv from my like college program where they literally just emailed being like we need like a college student to photograph this wedding party. So like obviously i didn't know what i was doing right. you're getting what yeah. you're getting how much did they pay I don't, you i have no recollection but it can't it couldn't have been much right i can't imagine <laughs> i've worked at a photography studio for like maybe eight months in maybe 2008 and i have zero recollection from it other than there was, uh, I was an assistant and the other assistant was named Mallory. And at one point she brought in one of those, I guess it must have been Halloween or something, but brought in like a casserole that was supposed to look like a cat litter box mm-hmm. where she had like made like cat shit out of sausage. Oh, and <laughs> that's my only memory, Mallory. And she was always, uh, like, yeah, and she brought that in, and I just have been baffled ever since. <laughs> but it was very... That's pretty, that's pretty vile. Right. Like, I don't understand on any level why you would make that as a food dish, let alone bring it into a workplace. And Mm-mm. But, I mean, I guess she she really landed it, it in my memory, so Mallory will always be with me. <laughs> but I didn't eat that, and uh, whatever. Mallory, mm. Mallory, Mallory, if you're listening, bad move. Sandy, moving on. I, mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier I was uh, in your neighborhood earlier, mm-hmm. strolling around, seeing monster trucks, this sort of thing. We came in. We didn't come in contact. We're in the middle of a pandemic, but we did uh, see each other from about six feet. And you indicated that you had a little uh, package for me. Yes, uh, I. Um, I know you said no gifts. I know you said. No okay, gifts. so you you do you definitely knew because we've been in touch a little bit over email yeah. and text, and so you you uh, did hear. I said no gifts. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry. I just like it. It felt rude to me. You and you were so nice to invite me on your podcast, and I just it would have felt weird to me to not. Okay, I mean, thank you. It's something you know. I can I can kind of follow your mental path there on some level but you know we obviously come to it maybe we just disagree on 
following rules. But mm-hmm. uh, whatever, I've got th- I've got this little gift here now. It's mm-hmm. in this beautiful little brown packaging. Oh, it was, it was gorgeous, <laughs> gorgeous brown packaging that I put it in. It was also, uh, I mean, it's actually our exchange was very interesting. This looks kind of like something that, uh, like a spy exchange or something like you would leave <laughs> under like a phone booth or something. And I. And, <laughs> You know, we were both kind of in disguise when we the exchange <laughs> yeah. was made. So it felt high stakes on some level. Yeah. Um, do you want me to open this? Is this you hold, just seeing me? you hold it up? It looks so much uglier than I thought it looked. I think you know, it's it, very I, charming. I, I thought it was classy, you know, wrap it in garbage. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I think it has what would be described as a rough hewn charm. Mm-hmm. So that, that what you would say. Well, do you want me to open the gift? Should I open it here on the podcast? Yeah, why not? Okay, let's get save, save the card, you know. Okay, you let's... can open the card separately. I will be careful here. I love a I just love a like a brown wrapping. I'm gonna I'm truly being honest here. There's something about <laughs> it that feels a little bit like fast food or like I'm about to open a hamburger or something. So that's exciting. Oh what is this? So <laughs> You've given me a four pack of AAA batteries, which uh, I feel like, and not just any batteries, but this appears to be a Walgreens set. I I would recognize that W anywhere. (laughs) Well, I am a really, really big fan of Walgreens. I love what they do. I think they've really got a good system going. And so whenever I'm there and I'm buying something, I try to support the the local brand. <laughs> You're not buying like an energizer from Walgreens. You're no, trying to no, keep no. it's a, obviously a family business. The Walgreens mm-hmm. are they've got stores nationwide and you don't yeah. you're giving back. They're, yes. I'm sure they're struggling like we all are right now. Mm-hmm. And they need your pocket change. Yeah. So you've given me four triple a batteries which i think are the harder battery to come by usually people will have a double a but now that's exact and that's exactly why is that because i find personally you know that that whenever i run out of batteries for something be it a remote (laughs) be it a you know uh like a nose hair trimmer exactly if you don't have a nose hair trimmer, everybody, go out and get yourself one. It's a good thing to have around the house. You go, all right, I'll go check my toolbox and see what batteries I have. I have double A, I don't have triple A. Every time. I Every if you, time. If you were to go into my junk drawer right now, you would find 24 to 36 double A batteries. Mm-hmm. Not a single triple A. Nope. So now I've got, and this is... I don't know what this guarantee actually means. It says they're ready for 10 years. Ready. They're ready to go. They're ready to go, I suppose. That feels yes. like language vague enough that it could mean anything to the Walgreens customer. I well, mean- what it means to me personally is that for 10 years, they'll be ready. <laughs> Whether so- it's like to put in a sock and hit someone with or right. put into your device, on some level, they'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It also says in storage, like it, like the little disclaimers in storage, which I don't entirely know what Walgreens is indicating as far as, is there a proper battery storage outside of just leaving them in their package? Do I need to buy a special box? Wait, what is it? Where does it say in storage? It says right, be- right beneath 10 years in the smallest possible... <laughs> 
in storage. So I don't know what that... I guess that means maybe if you're... You can't put them in your flashlight or whatever for 10 years and they're ready. Maybe that's maybe that's what that means. Compared to national brand. Yeah, I they love a national ready. brand. Walgreens, what are you talking about? You are a national brand. <laughs> you're 100% a national brand. That's There's something going on. There's something fishy there. I'm just mm-hmm. looking at general things about these batteries right now. Didn't realize that Walgreen was ba- based out of Deer- Deerfield, Illinois. There you go. So that's a little Huge something shot. that everyone just learned. If you're ever passing through Deerfield, you're going to want to stop by WHQ. <laughs> um, 10 years from now, where does that l- leave us? That's 2030. Mm-hmm. Sandy, where, what's going to be going on in 2030? You know, it's hard to say if any of us will be here. It's a very, I mean, these batteries may outlive all of us. It's true. I mean, there's a chance that, I mean, hundreds of years from now, some sort of explorer is mm-hmm. dusting off the remains of my apartment and finds this unopened package of AAAs mm-hmm. and the story that'll tell. But, you know, maybe they use it as an en- energy source. I can see as, that. As storage. But uh, 2030, I feel like... Uh, yeah, I don't know what the world is going to be. I truly don't. It's hard to know. And so I just moved to L.A. Yeah. How long have you been here? You were in Brooklyn. I was in Brooklyn. I moved here in March. So oh, you're literally, fairly new. Oh, I <laughs> moved here on the 13th of March. And this March 12th and 13th is kind of truly the start date of all of what we're dealing with right now. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Whoa. <laughs> I had already signed a lease because I had I had come out here like a month before to find an apartment. Okay. Um, and I had signed a lease and I had shipped all my stuff. Right. So I was like, Whoa. "All right, I'm going on the 13th." Actually, I was supposed to get here on the 16th because I was going to South by Southwest first. Oh, sure. And coming here, but then that got canceled. Right. Which should have been my first clue. <laughs> oh. Um. But, uh, yeah, I moved out here on the 13th. Wow, <laughs> that's really wild. So The worst part was I needed toilet paper oh, just because I yeah, didn't because have you had, any you toilet. you were in a new city in a new apartment. Mm-hmm. I needed toilet paper, I needed groceries, and it was, like, impossible Whoa. to find. And had, was your stuff moved into your apartment yet when you got here, or what was the situation? No, it took, like, two weeks for everything to come. So you kind of were just in the bleakest version of being in a new apartment. Yes. That's crazy. I was I was being I was proud of myself because I had a mattress sent oh, terrific. before I moved. Okay. Because like I said, my neighbor who lives in this building. Right. We we're, we're friends from college, so oh, I Oh, uh, this is the finger neighbor. This is my finger neighbor. Oh, okay. Um I was able to get him to like let the people Oh, perfect. The so you had somewhere to sleep. Yes, I had a I had a mattress on the floor. All right. So what were the? I mean, you were able to go down uh, and get some groceries, I imagine, at some point. Yes, yes. And, but was it just a nightmare? It was really. It was dark. It was. <laughs> it was also very um, cold when I got here. Uh, I'd okay. never been here, like not in the spring or summer. Right. And I didn't have any like blankets or anything. Oh, no. <laughs> I was just like, my heat wasn't working in the apartment. And my oh. friend just like drove over with like sweatshirts and blankets. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> it was really dark. Were you sleeping in like fully like winter clothes? I was sleeping in my winter coat. <laughs> 
I've only had to do that a couple of times when I was living uh, in New York when I was doing an internship and our building would get so cold that I would literally be like wearing a beanie. I would put on a winter coat, pants, and then be in like a sleeping bag. So it was essentially just camping in my apartment. That was basically what it was. And then you wake up like drenched in sweat. There's no, it's the worst possible scenario. Wow. What a welcome to our wonderful city mm-hmm. and have things i mean obviously things as far as the virus have not improved but i mean your life is probably kind of filled out a little bit i would say i have pretty much everything that i need and then slowly i'm getting like but you know it's like my walls are pretty empty still but it's been like a slow right i know. mean i think you just get every, the basics in and then you start figuring out what you actually exactly. need but it's like i need i got you know the big thing was when i stopped using a big plastic tub as a bedside table that was <laughs> that was the big the big change in my life <laughs> where did the new bedside table come from um i got these like shelves from someone on craigslist oh see and that's a I mean, even that right now is a scary thing to be doing. I know. I, I I just got them from this guy who had them in a storage unit. So he was like, I haven't touched them oh, in perfect. months. Okay. And then I just wiped it all down. Okay. Yeah, that's that feels safe enough. Yeah. I mean, that uh, I've only brought one thing into the apartment since the shutdown. And it was uh, two things from our building's gym, two uh, dumbbells, which I wiped down, then brought into the mm-hmm. apartment, wipe, wiped down. And then my boyfriend got... Uh, my boyfriend and I got in a big fight over it uh, because uh-huh. he thought I had brought the virus into the apartment. I mean, I will say that since then, I've done it a few times uh-huh. and I don't have COVID. Right. I mean, I feel like the the science has evolved a little bit about the virus being on surfaces, right? It's like yeah. less of a concern. It's more about like people's mouths Mm-hmm. spreading that sort of thing but yeah like i'll still wipe everything down and right. then like i got a desk chair and i didn't sit in it for like a couple days <laughs> the cursed i just let it, i let it like sit in the corner <laughs> oh that's good to know i feel like um you were you were we were talking about 2030 and you were like and i moved to los angeles oh then, right i was gonna i forgot why i brought it up i'm keeping you honest was, thank you so much of course. was i brought it up because I wanted to ask about the earthquake kits because I don't have one. And I was like that, you know, if you don't have one, batteries could be good. Right. Of course. Now they're saying there's increased chances of earthquake. I know. Earthquake. I honestly feel like six months ago they were saying an earthquake feels even less likely than ever. And now it's like now it's three times more likely that we're going to get a massive (laughs) earthquake. Yeah. I don't know. uh, I guess you just always have to be prepared. I have an earthquake kit which was given to me by a friend who moved to new york and Mm -hmm. so that's uh just i don't i've never even opened it so i can't say what's going to help me be prepared after an earthquake but it'll be like a fun surprise just opening it and being like oh here's two expired granola bars here's a (laughs) battery where the or a flashlight where the battery doesn't work and then i turn to sandy Mm -hmm. and although i will say in a Traditionally, in a battery, you're looking for more of a... What battery goes in there? It's like the big round one. Is that a D battery? Oh, a D battery. D battery. Mm-hmm. Certainly don't But you never know. Those. You never know. Yeah, that's true. You never know what kind of batteries you'll need in the new world. And you never know how resourceful you're going to become 
in mm-hmm. an apocalyptic situation, suddenly you're turning four triple A A's into one big D battery. Exactly. I I guess I should just uh, I need to expand my horizons with batteries. It's probably mm-hmm. good to have one of everything. Then there's a little square battery which you'll put on your tongue. Have you ever done that? Uh, what? Have you ever put a nine volt battery on your tongue? No. This is something you do. <laughs> a lot of children will try or dare each other, or probably male children is probably more likely. Uh, and why do they do it? It zaps you. Oh. It's like, it's you know, they have like the two little things on top of those square yes. batteries. If you touch both of those to your tongue, that will zap you. And this is what they want. This is, a, I guess, boys <laughs> are daring each other to hurt themselves. And this uh-huh. is something that... Uh, could happen, I suppose. But yeah, earthquakes are coming. And uh, have you ever have you experienced an earthquake yet? Yes. When was this? Um, I've experienced three. So I was here for most of last year. Mm. And there were those like two last summer. Right. And those are probably the two biggest I've experienced in L.A. in 10 years. I um, the first one happened while I was, you know, Mitra Juhari. Uh, yes, of course. I was at her apartment and I was on the toilet. Okay, beautiful. And I was, um, how do I put this? I was taking a shit <laughs> and the walls started to shake. Oh, no. And I thought that I broke the toilet <laughs> and that, but I, <laughs> I thought that I was causing the pipes to, I, the whole room was shaking. You had finally done it. <laughs> I was like, okay, I I did it. I broke the toilet. Um, but then uh, her boyfriend, Whit, Whitmer Thomas. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Um, he yelled earthquake from the other room. And I was like, thank God. <laughs> that would have been devastating. I, I'd never experienced one before. And I just was like... Oh, yeah. What did I do? <laughs> I would much rather there be a devastating earthquake than to ravage a friend's toilet. Yeah. Destroy their plumbing. I, I mean, mm-hmm. there's no coming back from that. You would have just had to cut off t- all ties with her. And yeah. Just moved on. Um, yeah. Th- I, I have a clear memory. The first earthquake I ever experienced was in Utah. I was in first grade, I think. Uh, my brother was in third grade. We were, for some reason, both in the shower together. And... Suddenly it's rocking and you and your brother are naked in the shower and it's just mm-hmm. it, that will just burn its way into your memory for the rest <laughs> of your life. And then it was uh, decades before another earthquake. Uh, but it's always a little bit frightening. I don't know. I just. I, I, yeah, I, I'm from the East Coast, so we didn't never. I, we, did, we didn't never. We didn't never have an earthquake. Of course. Yeah, we didn't never. But I feel like, I mean, a lot of the buildings like my apartment building is probably 30 to 40 years old. This has been through a lot of earthquakes. Does that mean it's safe or does that mean that it's like teetering on the edge of just total destruction? I can't say. I wonder if it's something where like they can handle a certain number and then. And then <laughs> I hope that's how buildings the, are built. You know, they just have like a chalkboard like where they're marking it off. And yeah. it's like, you're on 48. You've got two more before everybody is just pancaked. Oh, wow. I got to get, get a kit. I got to make a kit. You've got to get it. You can make your own. You can buy one mm-hmm. online, you know, and then they, they're like these ones for morons that are like a thousand dollars and like in a like luxurious bag. But give me a break. I can't imagine bringing something like that into my home. 
But I did see one online when I was looking about what to put in a kit. Right. Um, I saw one that you could buy online that comes in a big bucket, but the bucket doubles as a toilet. Love it. That's what you need. <laughs> this is, I mean, that's you, what, you, you could have used that last year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. I mean, yeah. at some point, you're probably going to need a bucket. And why not just but, have the thing that your dinner was in? Mm-hmm. I was just like, you know, I could make my own, but there, but that bucket, though. Right. That appealing bucket. That bucket. What else comes in the bucket? Uh, you know, there's granola bars, uh, batteries, flashlight. Uh, oh, you know what? I was reading online. You should put in your earthquake kit is map, map of your like local area. Oh, what would, I mean, just in case you need to get around. Just because, like, I, I mean, I personally don't really know the area. Right, very you well. would be. I get around with my phone. Right. So to have kind of a. A map with local hotspots mm-hmm. or emergency services or something exactly. is probably valuable. Okay. Yeah, I guess anything that uh, you need back up in case your phone is not mm-hmm. to be relied on. Yes. Okay, everybody. I hope everyone listening is making a little checklist in their mind and preparing <laughs> for the doom of an earthquake. Or is- I definitely feel like everything, well, with everything going on, I'm like, well, yeah, we're not making it another like 10 years. Oh, th- it's just <laughs> piling on at this point. So it's just like, yeah. oh, th- things are just going to become exponentially worse. And mm-hmm. then there's always this looming threat. I don't know if you've read anything about that, like super volcano or whatever that is in Yellowstone. Oh, no, I've not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't read about it in a while, so hopefully they've decided that it's uh, not a threat but as far as i know it just there's like an a volcano beneath yellowstone that if it were to erupt would just truly be impossible to escape for the western united states wow and we'll all just be you know uh buried in lava which i guess like if you're gonna die that's the kind of the that's thrilling the way, to, way to do it but mm-hmm. uh i don't know how you the Earth continues to be a mystery for all of us. We've just got these yeah. ticking time bombs waiting to just explode out of Yellowstone. And <laughs> what so a. Crazy. But all that said, if you're listening, I'm not trying to increase anxiety. Everything's fine. You're listening to a podcast. You probably had a nice meal today and, like, you'll go to sleep tonight and tomorrow everything will be fine. Let's you'll all. You'll go to sleep, you'll wake up. You'll wake up and, uh,. Things will move on and everything's fine. I mean, mm-hmm. everything's not fine, but if you're listening to a podcast, things are okay. Yes. Sandy, I think it's time to move on to the game. Okay. Enough is enough. Do you want to play a game called Gift or a Curse or a game called Gift Master? Um, Gift or a Curse. Okay. I need a number between one and ten from you. Eight. Okay. I have to calculate... An element of the game right now that requires some random uh, calculations. For the next minute or so, you can promote something, you can recommend something, you can say whatever you want because it's all up to you. Here you go. I can just talk, uh, say whatever I'd like. Oh, yeah. Whatever you want. <sighs> Let's see. Um, it's so, it's, you know, when you have the floor, you know, that's when all the ideas really just, you know, jumping out of your head. Um, let's see what's there to talk about. Um, well, um, okay. Uh, and how long do I have to speak? 
you're still calculating. Okay. Um, well, let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, and others. Uh, those are just, you know, some numbers I've been thinking about lately. Um, seven, eight, nine, and, you know, 10 if you're lucky. But um, moving on to 11, 12, 13, which, you know, some would prefer to skip just because, you know, it's one of the more superstitious numbers. 14, which is a great age. 15, 16, 17, 18, uh, 19, and Same of course, 20. Yeah. Easily the worst <laughs> use of that time I've ever seen. <laughs> Simply <laughs> indisputable. <laughs> and I'm really happy for you that you were able to just... <laughs> I'm really thrilled at the lack of self-promotion and the just truly wasting everyone's time. I have absolutely no problem with that sort of use of that minute. I mean, it's, you know, I throw people... Was it, was it really a minute? I don't know. I, I have no sense of time. That, that could have been six years. That could have been uh -huh. It was at least like, what, you counted to nine or something? I don't know. I got to 20. Oh, you got to 20? So at least I got to 20. <laughs> 15 to 20 seconds. Anyway, this is how the game is going to go. And there are winners and there are losers. Basically, I'm just going to name three things. And you're mm -hmm. going to tell me if they're a gift or a curse and why. There are okay. correct answers. So be careful. Okay. The first thing that we're going to talk about here, gift or a curse... Pet Instagram accounts. Curse. Sandy, I need you to back that up. I think they're a curse because, you know, everyone loves to start an Instagram, but no one likes to maintain one. And I can know <laughs> this as someone with multiple Instagrams. Um, you know, I have a photo account and I have a regular account. And if you think I've updated the photo account in the last seven months, you'd be wrong. It's a curse. And then also all your friends feel obligated to follow it and they don't want to have to see these photos all the time, but they feel obligated. It's a curse for you. It's a curse for everyone around you. Interesting. Okay. Sandy, right off the bat, I'm just going to flat out say you're wrong. I understand oh your God. logic here. <laughs> I understand the logic and especially with the guilt of having to follow somebody's, you know, I you've, we follow enough things. Yeah. That said, there's so, there's truly... So much worse happening on Instagram <laughs> that when I, you know, I follow, you know, one or two of my friends' pet accounts, one of them is absolutely, they absolutely need to be doing this thing. The dog is snarling all the time. Mm -hmm. It's fun to watch the dog snarl. It's very small. You know, it's, I feel like it's a gift in a way that's just like, it's the thing that you, you would never get yourself, but it's there. Mm -hmm. It's a gift. It's just animals. I mean, don't don't make me go on and on about the horrors of Instagram. But I will say... I would love to hear. Everybody loves... Uh, you're so right in the everyone loves to start one. They don't love to... You know, they're, we're planting these little gardens and then just letting them die all mm -hmm. over the planet. But, uh, I mean, I, I have a... Um, I have my one Instagram account, which is updated maybe once every six months. Yeah. I have this uh, podcast Instagram account, and then I have a secret thing that's just literally for my sister. Uh, mm -hmm. But I'm following, you know, various things on there, actual photographers who know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, occasionally I'll just type in like a type of dessert I want to see pictures of, and then I'll just follow that. Those will be filling in random animals, things that truly... 
are very just smooth for my brain. So mm-hmm. uh, these pet things, I say, if you're going to make one for your pet, go ahead. If it's not, don't listen to Sandy. You don't have to maintain it. <laughs> if there are four pictures, fantastic. Who cares? At least, it, at least you're not like. Uh, at least it's not another thirst trap. That's all I I'm guess saying. that's true. I guess, you know, I guess I'm more cynical where I'm just like, enough. <laughs> Sandy, we've got to let a little enough. bit of this goodness into our lives. Animals enough. are the last pure thing. <laughs> no, you're right. It is better. Although I, I will rather... say like a lot of famous pets, there's probably some dark stuff going on there, too, where, yes. you know, they're the... Uh, the attention and validation needed, the pets are probably being put through things that they don't want to be put through. Mm-hmm. There's a, you, you got to walk a line. That said, we're moving on. Sandy has absolutely missed. <laughs> Number two, gift or a curse, Us Weekly. The magazine Us Weekly. It's kind of a, you know, the tabloid that you're seeing oh, at the, the grocery tabloid. store. Kind of. I say gift. Okay, and why? Because... Uh, I enjoy when I'm at a grocery store and I'm checking out, just seeing what they're talking about. <laughs> what are they saying? What kind of stuff are they getting into? <laughs> this person's getting divorced, but they're keeping the kids. <laughs> Do I know who it is? No. Do I care? <laughs> no. Is it fun to look at? Yeah. Sandy, you've made a huge turnaround. Of course, this is that's exactly my logic. I love to be standing. Sometimes I kind of prefer for there to be a line at the grocery store just so I can look at the covers of these magazines. The language they use on the covers of these magazines mm-hmm. is always just bonkers. It's just like, what, per- what insane person is writing these articles? I love the copy. Oh, it's so good. I, I remember seeing an article once about some celebrity that was just like at the beach. <laughs> and it was like, the funny lady let the water lap at her legs while she took a quick dip (laughs) (laughs) i love referring to you know like a comedic actor as a funny lady or the funny lady or funny man or all of that sort of copy is extremely funny to me so i i do feel like there's some horrible uh aspect to tabloids where all the money is going to the devil or whatever so i don't i never pay for them but i do love a free look at an us weekly whatever trash Mm -hmm. you're gonna throw at the in the grocery store line i'm taking a look it's a gift Mm -hmm. sandy has got one out of two and we're headed into number three sandy gift or a curse indoor swimming pools Hmm. now Based on the pattern so far set, I, I it's it would appear to me that most of these things, perhaps to you, are a gift. So should I answer how I think you would answer or what I would? Well, you know, I'm not giving you any advice on how to play the game. An indoor pool, you know, I would say, you know, it's a gift if it's raining. <laughs> well, but, you, but I need it. But you can be in a pool when it's raining. Hmm. But it's a curse because you're inside. <sighs> I'm going to say gift. Okay. Because any pool is a gift. <laughs> Sandy, you've managed to get two out of three. I think indoor pools, swimming okay. pools are absolutely a gift. And not, <laughs> I feel like the only ones I've ever experienced are in weird motels or exactly. this sort of thing. But there's a real distinct vibe and the smell is weird i guess there are like 
gyms that have indoor pools. But what I'm really thinking about here is like a strangely not updated swimming pool where the air is barely breathable. Yes, it's the light is kind air. of bouncing off the walls. It's silent, very weird. I was uh, in Omaha earlier this year, and this they had a swimming indoor swimming pool, which I think the bottom was made out of aluminum or something, which was <laughs> extremely strange. <laughs> but it's it's giving you a little. You get to swim, but you also get the strange of exper- strange experience of being in just a giant bathtub inside a motel. Yes, it's definitely an experience, and I feel like uh, my main experiences of indoor pools are at like when uh, there's a bar mitzvah in the family oh and yeah we're all, of course. we're all staying at a hotel and right. so you get to see all the cousins you never see and, and you're and you all get to sort of swim for 10 minutes <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but no one wants to get their hair wet because the bar mitzvah of later. course so, so it's like, no one's yeah. really having fun you're kind of just standing around in lukewarm water mm-hmm. okay well you did pretty well actually i thought you were gonna you know you dropped the ball with the minute of promotion you failed I dropped number one. you know i would why promote when i could count to 20 <laughs> that's true i think that's a good life good life lesson before promoting yourself count to 20 and see if it's worth promoting yourself yeah okay final part of this will you just help me answer a couple questions Mm-hmm. This is called I Said No Questions. People are writing into I Said No Gifts at gmail.com. They need help, like, uh, picking gifts for people in their lives. Okay. So I'm going to read the first one here. Uh, Hi, Bridger. My older brother is about to celebrate his 35th birthday. He and I are very different, so it's hard for me to come up with gifts for him. I love giving gifts um, and spend thinking months thinking about them, uh, but always skip him. Read into that what you will. He's really conservative, loves guns and Big Bang Theory. Wow, you're describing me here. Um, <laughs> he has a... Oh, oh, here we go. He has a wonderful wife and two girls under five. What can you suggest as a bigger gift to make up for the many missed birthdays in the past? That's from L. Just the letter L, kind of mysterious, probably because she doesn't want to get in trouble with this brother in California. A bigger gift to make up for years of no Sounds like she's missed. It sounds like she and I, she and this guy are not on the same page, which I can't blame her. I was, because my instinct was going to be truck nuts. (laughs) Uh, Which, because I recall my, my brother once got them for my stepsister's boyfriend. As a... As a gift, because he didn't know what to get him. Whoa, it wasn't as a... I mean, I guess it's always going to be kind of a joke. It was it was like a it was like a joke, but it was it was like a sort of like a, you know, secret Santa thing where we all had. I feel like that would always happen where someone's significant other would be included and whoever got them didn't know what to get them. And I think my brother got him truck nuts and it went over really well. Okay, that I mean, that's a thing that you can get somebody. I mean, you're supporting the truck nuts industry, which is tough. That's Mm -hmm. the uh, but I I mean, everything we know about this guy, it sounds like he would probably be into it. I mean, the truck nuts will just forever be mystifying to me. The (laughs) whole aspect. I mean, like, what is the just general thinking of a truck as a body uh, yeah what what's happening there mm-hmm. um but so, you know there's a certain part of the population that thinks that's a good idea and this guy might land right there yeah L- but then i'm thinking if it's years of not getting a gift right you need something a little hundreds of truck nuts 
or get him a truck and and put the truck nuts on it. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is a, you know, Elle, you're looking at a, how much does a truck cost? What, $20? (laughs) $20, (laughs) Depending on where you, if you find a sale, you're looking at 15 bucks. So you get the truck. Truck nuts are probably about $45,000. So... (laughs) You're looking all in $45,015. But this is, we're talking about years of not getting this person a gift, so it might be worth your time. Yeah. I don't know. And if that doesn't work, you do have nice things to say about the wife. You say she's wonderful and two girls under five. Maybe just get them a gift and put his name on it, and then suddenly they're getting something nice, and uh, this jerk is, uh, you know, it looks like a gift. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to say. L, moving on. Get the truck nuts. This one says, this person is really buttering me up, my darling Bridger. Oh, and now it's, how do I stop buying myself gifts? I grew up without a lot of money. Uh, now I'm, while I'm frugal, I have fun money and a lot more fun money than I thought I'd ever have. So it's hard not to buy the racing bicycle I've always wanted, a very comfortable sectional, and a $200 Nerf gun that's been taunting me for years. How could I stop these financially destructive habits, even though they end up being so much fun? That's from Troy in Minnesota. Troy, a racing bicycle. That's the key word that's happening right here. I uh, And a $200 Nerf gun that you've had your eye on for years. I think if you've had your eye on anything for years, it's time to just buy it or move on with your life. That's great advice. Uh, but you're, you're just looking to... St- it sounds like you haven't bought any of these things, and you're asking me how to stop buying these things. And that creates a puzzle for me mm-hmm. sandy is there anything happening here I, I, I had the same thought which is has he bought these things or he's saying that he always buys the things and these are the things he's trying to prevent because also i'm thinking a, a sectional that doesn't sound like a necessarily a fun no it sounds like something you might need i mean i mean <laughs> it sounds troy so the the uh, kind of sandwich here is a racing bicycle, a piece of furniture, and a toy gun. The, I would say maybe just skip number one and three and buy yourself mm-hmm. a, pe- a functional piece of furniture that you're going to enjoy. And what I've been doing, because I I have a hard time spending money. Right. But since I've moved, there's a lot of things that I've needed to get. Yes. And I have a a hard time, you know, my instinct is to go to the dollar store and, you know, get it. And then it immediately breaks. And so you're preaching to the choir here. I've been using, I've been putting together these chip clips that break every time I use them to the dollar store. And I put them back together every day. They break and I, and I figured out how to put them back together and I could just get, I could just get a different chip clip. How much does a, like a national brand chip clip cost? I couldn't tell you. That can't be what, more than $5. $5? No, I know. I I used a broken um, can opener for five years. <laughs> it had like one part of the blade was dull. So every single time I opened a can, it would skip part oh, of it. You're, fi- so you're then, lucky you just have just now cut your finger. I know because every time I would have to stab the can with a knife <laughs> to get it to open. And it took me five years to be like, oh, I could just buy another one. <laughs> so my way of getting myself to when I when there's something that I need is I go, I have to donate the same amount of money that I spent. Oh, that's smart. Then it gives you kind of a little bit of a moral compass. It feels like, oh, I'm actually going to do some good with this. And yeah, that's not a bad idea. Troy, are you listening? 
So if you're going to buy a Nerf gun, I want $200 being donated to a decent cause. Mm-hmm. Uh, or find yourself a $100 Nerf gun. To be honest, I wasn't aware that these toys got into that price range. And then spend $100 on a charity or donate it to some some good cause. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not a bad idea. I have a really hard time spending my money myself. And so maybe I'll take that little trick into uh, consideration for the future. I don't know. Troy, You've uh, hopefully some, some level of this advice helps you. If it didn't, keep buying things. I don't know. There are worse things you could do. That's true. Sandy, we've helped enough people. You mm-hmm. didn't completely lose the game. It's, I didn't. It's been absolutely wonderful. And now I've got four AAA batteries to my name. So if and anybody, they're, they're good for 10 years. Right. For the next 10 years, I'm going to have a target on my back. People are going to mm-hmm. want these batteries. <laughs> and I'm going to have to just like always be watching behind my back because someone's going to mm-hmm. come for me. Uh, but if anybody needs a battery, I... I'm happy to lend. Just reach out. Um, but yeah, it's been wonderful having you. It's been a delight. And uh, I'm sorry to hear about your finger. Thank you so much. You know, um, it's, it's, it's looking pretty good. So I'm taking a look at it right now. It looks pretty good. You've been part of Sandy's healing process while listening to this mm-hmm. podcast. So, Well, thank you for having me. I of had course. an absolute blast. Wonderful. That's what I like to hear. That's what we like to hear. And uh, wave hello to the Monster Truck neighbors. And uh, I absolutely will. Everyone, I never know how to end a podcast, and that's fine. I, I don't need you uh, bothering me about it. I don't need the complaints. <laughs> I haven't received any, but uh, and now that I'm shining a light on it, I probably will, but that's fine. This is the end of the podcast this is where you stop listening all my love i said no gifts isn't exactly right production it's engineered by earth angel stephen ray morris the theme song is by miracle worker amy mann uh you can follow the show on instagram and twitter at i said no gifts and if you have a question or need help getting a gift for someone in your life email me at i said no gifts at gmail.com listen and subscribe on apple Podcasts, stitcher or wherever you found me and why not leave a review while you're at it but i invited you here i thought i made myself perfectly clear when you're a guest in my home So how do you dare to survey?